Conan, what is best in life? To crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and to hear the lamentation of the women. That is good. That is good. Flying Monkeys Wargaming Podcast, where Wargaming was easy, it'd be your mom. This episode's a little bit different, uh, mix it up. I'm going to start getting back to where we used to do some advertising. I guess people want to advertise on the podcast, and it helps me pay all the fees for hosting and keeping the podcast live, so I'm going to go with it. Uh, the first segment is going to be just, uh, it's going to be Ben Spears talking about Midmo Maelstrom. Uh, if you don't know, Midmo Maelstrom's one of the tournaments here in the Lord Marshall Conference, and it's a good event. I went last year. I cannot go this year because I have a Comic-Con, and my business uh, part of it is comic books, so I have to go try and hawk comic books to people and make money off that crowd, so I can't make Mimo Maelstrom because I actually got to work. But Ben talks about the event, talks about how he got into the event. It's a good event. I think you should look into going if you're close to Missouri or can get to Missouri. And then the next segment after that is uh, Dan, uh, Scott, and Sean, and myself. And we talk about the data slate, or the lack of data slate, or the disappointment of the data slate. We get into it. Uh, but salt is expunged and put all over the place. And then the last segment is going to be uh, Adam Solace. So if you know Adam, Adam is a LVO judge, uh, designed and made his own game, and managed to get it published. So we talk a bit about his game. And that kind of closes out the episode. So there's plenty of content. Hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, I know that I need to give an update on drawings and uh, some shout out to patrons. And I'll probably do that next week when we don't have as big as an episode. Uh, so you can you can enjoy your shout outs. You can enjoy the drawing. Uh, without further ado, I hope to uh, see some of you guys in Kansas City next weekend. And uh, here's the episode. Flying Monkeys Wargaming, where if Wargaming was easy, it'd be your mom. Bam is here, and I'm here with my good buddy, my good friend, uh, Midmo Maelstrom T.O. and Snarky Sings, Ben Spears. What's happening, Ben? Hey, man. How's it going with you? Not too bad. Not too bad. So I hear you got a, a good tournament coming up. Uh, yeah, I do, man. So you want to tell everybody a little bit about it? Yeah. Uh, so we've got a tournament uh, November 5th and 6th. That's the Midmo Maelstrom. Uh, it's a 2,000 round or a 2,000 point five round tournament in Ashland, Missouri. Uh, it's the uh, only tournament where you're going to get an extra hour at the uh, bar or an extra hour of sleep. Take your pick. Um, we've got concessions, prizes. Um, we've got swag bags for everybody that attends. Um, yeah, yeah, it's I give it uh, to 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 Ben's horn a little bit. I went last year. And uh, it was a great event. Like I said, the swag was good. The prize support was good. The way they did food was good. Um, venue was pretty solid. And uh, just an all-around good bunch of guys out there in the Forge World Columbia crew. So I would highly encourage going. Um, I can't make it this year, though, man, because I got a Comic-Con that weekend. And uh, it's part of my livelihood. So I got to take my shop and set up the Comic-Con or else I'd be there. But, right. Uh, so what uh, if someone wanted to get tickets or someone wanted to go to Midmo, how would they go about it? Um, so you can find us on Best Coast Pairings, um, or you can, and it's just Midmo Maelstrom, or you can find us at uh, midmomaelstrom.com, and you can get your ticket right from there. All right, guys, and as always, uh, Ben's, uh, if you get too lost, you can always go to the Lord Marshall website, 
where they have all the events. Uh, Mid Midmo is one of the one of the the cool events in the Lord Marshall series. So you can always find it on the calendar there as well if you get lost. So, Ben, I appreciate you coming on and talking about your tournament. And, uh, I guess have to have you on after the fact, see how it went, and see what you thought. All right, man. Sounds good. All right. See you soon. All right, real quick before we get into the main segment, uh, main episode, uh, I had a good conversation with Johnny Delicate, and for those who know, you know, there was some, I felt like it was some good spirited trash talk back and forth as the season went on, and uh, he felt like he got villainized, so I apologized for it. Uh, I don't think the dude's a bad dude. I actually think the good dude is a good dude, and uh, so if anybody misunderstood that, you know, it was just good-natured ribbing, so don't... Don't make that guy the villain in any of your stories. Just kind of let it ride. Uh, just realize that him and I were dancing back and forth between second and third place for most of the season. Uh, some of that was just me ribbing him. And uh, it doesn't mean that he's a bad guy. It doesn't mean he's a bad person. Uh, it's actually quite the opposite. I have a pretty good opinion of him. So uh, let's uh, just leave it at that. So there is my thing to be said. And now let's get into the main episode. Main host Bam is back this week. And uh, last week we took the week off. There was not much happening in the 40K world anyways. And I uh, think we'd come back and cover this in-depth data slate. And uh, apparently there's still not much happening in the 40K world anyways. Uh, so let's go on to the co-host. Uh, I'm here tonight with uh, King of last year's Lord Marshall. Also a current king of the uh, 40K salt pile, uh, Dan Sammons. <laughs> what's happening? Um, you, you know, salt. not a lot. Just, uh, you know, I want to slap the shit out of Mike Brandt for being a dumbass. Okay. And uh, you heard giggling down there. I think driving home, so you might have some bad audio. Uh, Scotty too hotty. What's happening, Scotty? What's going on, guys? Yeah, just driving home, finishing up my 19-year-old workday. Back to Cousin Fucker Land. Yeah, Cousin Fucker Land. And then, I uh, will be there this weekend. Nice. Right. I think my cousin's Coming going, in. too. <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's a cousin in Missouri, buddy. <laughs> Actually, here on time tonight, uh, Sean fucking Dilly. What's happening, Sean? Hey, how's it going? Finish my food. Not too bad. Are they still burning effigies of me up in Kansas City, or am I clear to go back up that way? Um, still burning. I think you're gonna get a a a letter or a, a petition or something like that. So. I just okay. finished my food all the other night, so uh, you should <laughs> be getting later. <laughs> is, is it sexy? Is it sexy? So. That's funny. Well, uh, I guess, you know, we, we, we've been waiting for it. It was past due, uh, man, almost into November and it finally showed up today and it was the most anticlimactic data slate. I think we've seen to this point, um, initial thoughts. Uh, let's start with, uh, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Dan for the last, cause I want to hear this, but let's start with you, Dilly. What are your thoughts on it? Um, I think. I mean, like you said, it's pretty anticlimactic. What I I think you could overall think it was expected. Um, by the way, they're talking about in the what is it, the Meta Watch or the Data Watch or whatever it's called, where they say, "Oh, ultimately, we're at you know a point in the game we want, um, except for you know what is it, these three factions, four factions, and those are the ones that got addressed." So disappointing. Whoa, 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 whoa. shut the fuck no. They did not get addressed. <laughs> let's let's pump the brakes right there. <laughs> Yeah. They got they got 
addressed air quotes. Yeah. Better. Yeah. I'll be taking shock tactics every game. I don't know what y'all are fucking talking about. Marines back on the table, boys. No. Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> yeah, and I just pivot over to Kraken now or Yormonger or whatever. Like, it does absolutely nothing. That's interesting. You know, the, 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 the Warriors, at least, they touched the Warriors, which they didn't need to happen. So, you know, I'm glad that... You already fucking the awning. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Scott, what's your take, man? What you think initially? So I, I am kind of in the same boat as Dan. I, I wish they would have touched a little, a couple more things. It was nice that they touched the Nid Warriors and then the Reaper of Blitterax. But then again, you know, taking that away, it's like ah, you're already kind of fucking shoring those so much already that it's like, what do they take now? Uh, but you know, uh, Marines are like Marines are the thirty-nine win percentage win percentage. They didn't nothing to change that, so that'll be the same. Marines will still they'll still say that Marines suck because the players suck. You know, so I, I I'm I'm, I'm dis- disappointed to say the least. Yeah, that's kind of the funniest take ever. He knows like uh, yeah this. The win rate sucks. It's just the players. Don't worry about it. It's like, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I thought it was pretty funny. All right, Dan. Let's hear it, man. Let's hear it. What do you got? I mean, it's just total fucking pathetic joke. <laughs> like, the fact that GW... Do you, you, think, know, do you think they got anything right in it? Uh, You know, like the Harley nerf. Take that, for example. Like, light really is a minor part of the problem you know like the bigger the bigger issue is their kind of core rules slash their points cost and gw is like to a fault to a fault they're sticking to their to their uh little field manual thing where they're only going to do that every six months (laughs) which is probably why you know so that harlequin troops needed to go up in points you know light could take on a slight slap but literally two weeks ago, we just watched Harlequins, you know, bulldoze their way to an easy victory when it was Twilight, you know. So the book has gotten more than just light to back up on, and and you can see that easily by winning, you know, whatever, two hundred person event. Um, but like, I don't think it was like even Tyranid Warriors. Like, that seems like a lazy way. It just seems lazy. Because now Tyranid Warriors and Leviathan, they literally don't get anything. They don't yeah. get the they don't get mini transhuman or big transhuman. They just get nothing for being a Leviathan warrior, basically. So it just feels it's it's kind of like the Votan nerf. It just feels extremely lazy and ham fisted on how to actually fix the problem. <laughs> and it's the same thing. Like there's the Tyranid book is so deep like they're just they're scratching the surface off of it and so people might go look at a few other things and guess what they're still gonna fucking crush people because their shit is just way too good like their core rules are way too good their points are too cheap I wrote a Tyranid list today that had 180 fucking wounds in it which is like 50 more wounds than any Eldar or like dwarf list I've written in the last you know month so they just get way too much stuff. But I think I think that you know, and like you said, the the comment about marine players sucking. <laughs> I mean, if I was new to the game and I read that, 
like I would just yeah, let's go find another hobby. So I think they're it they're whoever whoever wrote this and approved it should be fired because they are clueless. Like just beyond clueless. So that that's my my whole thought on this. And same thing, the Ad- Adeptus Mechanicus nerfs, that's not gonna change anything. That's not why Admech sucks. So taking away those things doesn't somebody somebody's like, oh my gosh, they get auto wounding on fours. And then you like run the math against shit that you see in the game, and it's like, okay, it does nothing. You know, it's whoop de doo. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so you, you don't you don't think their stuff getting rolled back is gonna is gonna matter one way or another? No, not really. Okay. Their their That's play style is just not. Their secondaries suck. They're they're they need more CP up front than their than they get uh, in Nephilim. So and then and then some of their point costs I think are still they haven't rolled those back. So I don't think if you go look at what changed, what so uh, you can get like light cover in Lucius, and then you can do the uh, the one strat on the van the Rangers the Vanguard the Vanguard the poison guys. Mm-hmm. You, that's Vanguard. literally all that changed. That's not that much. Mm-hmm. So you're you're not gonna start seeing oodles of Admet coming out of the woodwork because of that. I don't think so. I think you still have towels sitting around. Towels still blow, I think. Yeah, towel table. <laughs> and then, like... Yeah. I mean... You, it, have, you have Armor Contempt, which, like, nerfs half of, like, the manipulous buff. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, that just ignores it. Mm-hmm. Man, it's it's cool. You'll be able to, you know, slap you know Elder players around, but past that, probably not else. What's going to happen? Yeah. I do agree. So, but yeah, like you said, Necrons, I mean, Necrons got a slight touch, but the Silent King losing core, it doesn't really matter. Like, it really doesn't. Didn't do anything. (laughs) You know, the Silent King, Necrons are still basically just as good as they have been doing. Uh, Tyranids might pivot off Warriors, but honestly, like, they're going to pivot. People finally, like, are starting to talk about how stupid Broken Spore Mines are. So, you're going to start seeing more of those. Um, or, or and crack and probably stuff like uh, uh, Lennon ran, and I gotta be. I, I listened to the, some of their their little show they did today, and I think they're right on. I think people, I think Nids are gonna their win rate's gonna drop a little bit, and then once people figure out some other lists and uh, how good some of their other stuff is, I bet Nids are gonna end up at a higher percent win rate. So we're we're back to the Drakari days of nine months to a year of of OP stuff, and Nids are. Got another three months of you know fucking over the game and like the the change to Reaper like that doesn't make <laughs> you go from twenty five wounds to twenty three yeah like the change to Reaper is like that's not the problem with that model the problem with that model is that it can it can run away every single time it does it so like Reaper doesn't need to be changed necessarily like it's obviously too good but the way to fix that model is to make it so you can only overrun once per once per game you know. Or each each unit can only do it once per game. The way they did it, like you're still going to see that model in probably every single list that was taken before. So it didn't change anything. But but it's like CSM creations didn't get touched. Emperor's Children didn't get touched. Apparently, and I've heard from multiple sources that Brant watched uh, Emperor's Children outshoot Tau at the GW event, and it was like, huh, you know, I was kind of surprised that they were that shooty. 
So like he sits there and, and like watches this and then takes an extra two weeks to, you know, accumulate the data and then <laughs> they don't do anything with it. So it's kind of a, it's kind of a sick joke at this point. And, and it, it's even more insulting to like the Votan players to sit there and see their faction, you know, get its back broken before it's released while these armies that are obviously a problem get the lightest touch nerfs we might have ever seen in the ninth edition. Like that's this, this round of nerfs or whatever you want to call it, or even buffs was some of the weakest stuff we've seen ever following the most extreme nerfs that they've done in all, all of the last two editions. So it's probably one of those things where they uh, procrastinated all the way up until this month. And then Brad was like, Oh, got to do this. That's why I need two extra weeks. And that's what he came up with. It could be, but like I, I, not exaggerating. Fifteen minutes on the toilet, and I'd have, I'd have a ten times better article and and better game balance. So, and you just look at Reddit. Like usually, there's people like defending GW on Reddit. Like I'd say, out of like the eight hundred and fifty some posts that are on that thing so far, replies, probably eight hundred of them are like, "What the fuck?" You know, where's the rest of it? Mm-hmm. You know, disappointed that that we've been waiting for that. So, yeah, I, I really the whole, can't like, they didn't touch creations at all. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. make even Abaddon. Like Abaddon is showing up in ninety-five percent of Chaos Space Marine lists. Probably it's something stupid. Like, hey, maybe we need to do a little something so he's not like. Let me let me rephrase that. I said Chaos Space Marines. He's showing up in like probably ninety percent of freaking Chaos. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ninety-five chaos space rooms, ninety percent chaos. Yeah, yeah also um, accurate. So, so that you know, I don't know. I'm just, I was, I was expecting, uh, what do you call it? Expecting some of those factions to actually receive a real nerf. I, I mean, stri- straight up, no joke. If I knew this was what the data slate was would have been, I'd have canceled my trip to to Kansas City. But I'm I'm too late to get a refund on my hotel, so shit out of luck. Yeah, that's kind of where I was. I was like, you know, I was thinking, man, I hope you we guys- see something soon so I can get my list together for Kansas City. Hope I hope we see something soon so I can get my list together for Kansas City. And like everything in there, like it doesn't matter. Like there's there's really no, I mean, nothing in there is going to make me change what I would have or wouldn't have done, regardless. And it's kind of it's kind of interesting to just be like, huh. You know, and and I think that's part of it too. Is I think we've we tend to take Games Workshop at their word, and no matter how many times they fucking go back on it or don't listen or don't follow through or don't follow up, you know, we tend to act like that battered wife and go back home. You know, as soon as as soon as he's out of jail, we let him back in the house and we cook him some macaroni and cheese and and act like all is well. And you know, just like. It's it's weird that you know we've we've come to expect like change is going to happen. The data slate they're going to make the game a better thing, and and like this was just this was the lowest of low efforts, and I I just didn't see, you know for the this I guess if if it would have been extensive and long and a lot of content to digest for being delayed this long, I kind of probably could have went and said like okay it was cool that it was delayed because. You know, they did all this shit. That's why it's delayed. 
but basically they delayed it acting like there was a whole bunch of stuff to take in and do and read the numbers and it was trash you know which is i guess the disappointing part to me but i would agree i just don't think there's an excuse for the delay with what they actually did yeah you know it's you know like we were expecting a thesis of some sorts and we wound up with like a three paragraph you know 400 word essay uh, you know from like a whatever but yeah they yeah. could have they could have easily you know gone in and did just did a slight you know slight slapped creation slight slapped temper children you know they could have gone into necrons and say you can't uh, you can't stack pregame move and obsec or or uh, like scarabs don't get obsec you know take away Make make their make their obsec trait be like infantry only, or some shit like that. Like there is so many things that would have been small things that could have made a big difference in in the in the meta, but they just didn't do anything. But and and the more disappointing part is if this is their if this is their balance philosophy, which I don't know why you would assume it's not based on this. Like we can just honestly continue continue to expect just kind of a bullshit meta for quite a while. So that's, that's kind of what <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. creations all creations needed was a just a four up. It, it go you can fight on death on a four up. Yeah. Really good solves there. Yeah. And and that's the, the the even more frustrating part to me is like take uh you know Let's uh, let's use leagues of Votan. The reason they nerfed them is because it was going to be a negative play experience or some bullshit. Okay, creations of bile into a huge amount of the of game is a negative play experience. So uh, pregame moving obsec necrons going first into a, a huge amount of people is a negative play experience. Like there's there's not much you can do if you're playing certain armies. You just fucked. You know again. So there's there's plenty of things that. In based on their own statements, deserve serious looks at, and they just nope. Like their win rates is is sitting sitting you know at whatever percent. And somebody made a good point. Like if you actually look at like the tournament data, wherever they're pulling their data from, especially because they claimed it was a hundred thousand games, like they must be pulling all the practice games off of you know uh, the ITC Battles app or something like that, where they're they're pull, they're pulling all non-tournament games off or just whatever people log in there and, and using that to justify their their numbers. So Yeah, but that's they, the thing too. They is only like, pulled data from narrative games. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah they probably they probably pulled data from uh Crusade games, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But again, you also have to even in that data, like how you know there, there's also an issue with you know the you get bad 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 poop in you get bad poop out so if the people weren't putting good stuff in there they were putting trash in or not really too care to didn't really care about being accurate you know you could you could see a lot of trash coming out the other side mm -hmm. so that's kind of my thing too is like you know if we're gonna if we're gonna populate the data from these apps you know i don't know i wish there was almost a way that you could that they would, you know, look at like, hey, we're just going to do it from a certain number of people we know are interested in putting out good data or, you know, or sign some kind of agreement that they'll put in there what's, you know, accurate and this many games because, 
you know, you could have some, you know, 13 year old kid out there, you know, adding all these practice games where he had hundos over his buddies, you know, just, just he's want to show off his win percentage in the app. And that's kind of, that's kind of where I'm, I'm on that. Like the data is, you know, it's cool that we have that stuff. And I know people like to track stats and they like to chase it down because it's kind of the, the sports thing to do. But also if it's, if it's not good numbers, it's poop, you know, you just, it's an exercise and in futility. It's, it's not, it's not doing anybody any good. If you're, Using all these things with bad numbers. Yeah. Well, I just think, you know, with, with the access to all the different fucking stat sites that we have, why not have, why not, why don't them just use those resources and things like that? You know what I mean? Like, that's what I don't get is like, all these people farm the stats already. Why not just use all of theirs? I mean, the, 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 the answer is pretty simple. It's they're too stupid and lazy to. <laughs> it's probably, it's probably that, a level of pride in there laziness. too, right? You can just take someone else's work. Oh yeah, that, I I know for a fact that they were told by people who understand the game, uh, certain things need to be addressed, uh, and they just choose not to. So that's the problem. Like like I've, I've said it before. Like when I did playtesting for other companies, game designer type people, especially like at GW and those other types of companies. They think they know best, and they cannot take constructive feedback at all. And I think this this proves it. Like they they are so out of touch with the state of the game that I mean that's that's literally the only um, the only uh, takeaway you can take from this is just how they are beyond clueless about the actual issues with the game. So. There's, I mean, that's that is what it is. So, I mean, I, so, I personally go ahead. No, as I say, so look at looking at it. What do you think was? I guess we had to pick like a top five things that were really overlooked that should have been addressed. What would you say they are? Uh, chaos space marines. Chaos space marines needed addressed. Just to a few things on them. Uh, Tau definitely needed addressed. Um. Necrons, like we've talked about that pregame offsec, and then I would have definitely smacked Tyranids harder. Um, I'm not sure what the last one would have been. Yeah, I don't think enough people have played against the Spore Mines to realize how abusive that those tricks are. It's mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> pretty bad. <laughs> so that was actually a list I was testing for Monkey was Spore Assist and, and, and Biovores. But that's why why part of the reason I wanted to know the monkey train so bad is because that list needs you need to have the right amount of train to make that list work. Um, we did we did some test games against knights and it was disgusting. Yes. Like yes. it was it was the most it was I don't know, most lopsided. But I was playing my Chaos Knights against it and it it really wasn't even a game. Like I just was getting wrecked uh, because of spore mines. And but yeah, but without knowing the train for monkey, I didn't want to risk taking the spore assist and stuff. So that's why I didn't. Partly reason I didn't do it. But but the, yeah, spore- but the best part about it, at least you know, currently right now, not a lot of people know about the spore assist or didn't at the time. Everybody and, knows about it now. Yeah, but I'm just yeah. saying, like, not many people focus that turn one. You know, what I'm saying, like, very mm-hmm. rarely did. I, I mean, I know against because the spore assist guy is one of my main practice guys, and I, I knew that if I got the opportunity to kill that motherfucker turn one, I did. Yeah. 
That is the one weakness to the list, though, too, is that list kind of wants to play a, a five-turn game. So yeah. if you come up against, if you come up against like Necrons that are going to rush you and they go first, you might be in a bad spot because the Spore Mines don't do enough damage quick enough. Necessarily, they do a lot of damage over the course of the game, but like if you need them to do their damage in turn one and turn two, they just aren't. So that is a risk of the list, but especially take like Lennon's list with Kraken, you kind of overcome that issue of like if if a, if a Necron player runs forward at you, you're gonna hit them so hard they're gonna cry. So you're also gonna auto advance fucking six four mines into whatever you want, which is yep. so funny and nasty and not fun. Yeah, when we did the test games, we were testing it with Leviathan, and that was the biggest issue: is you, your spore mines only move four, so you have to like roll some good advances sometimes. But just play crack and just one CP go eight go uh, eight inches plus four, so it's yeah. like a 15, mm-hmm. 15 inch explosion range. So yeah, let me snipe them characters, biatch. Yep. So <laughs> it was against me. Yeah, <laughs> and then like Marines, I still can't believe. That was probably one that everyone was like, that's the, that was their fix to Marines. And I'm sure, you know, in three months or whatever, we're going to see point drops to Marines. But, dude, that's three more months. Like, that's after LVO, right? Probably. Maybe. Uh, ish. Yeah, potentially. Yeah. It'll probably be after LVO is when we're going to get the next one. <laughs> so. Most likely after at least points. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe before, but regardless, like if it's if it's after LVO, like that's three and a half months of waiting for stuff to get fixed, I guess. Which is kind of it's a long time. So it is. That's what I think is the the bummer about it. It feels like you know, like well, cool, we're stuck with this for a while now. You know, so like it's I don't know. There's just nothing, nothing to change, nothing to. Nothing to react to, nothing to to work on the list, and and just like like yeah. cool. all the all the uh, all the KC tuner players are happy. <laughs> <laughs> but that's my uh, I, I, it's where I'm at. I I feel like my hopes of you know being interested in something to play rely on you know like Bulgrin or horses and guard right now, so. If those suck, I'm not sure. The horses are good. I mean, we don't know enough about them, so they look cool. And I mean, I've got 45 Death Corporate Krieg horses. So. <laughs> Fucking meta chaser. <laughs> they, those were never good. They were good for at not dying for like a minute before they got nerfed. There, yeah, there was like two weeks where they were pretty cool. Yeah, they, but they didn't kill anything. They just didn't die. So, and, and then they got whacked. But anyway, so well, that's where I'm kind of at. Like, hopefully, there's some stuff in the guard book that is interesting or fun to play. But because I mean, I, I was going to take Craft Worlds, but I was not even excited to play Eldar at uh, GWKC. <laughs> so, I don't know. I'm excited for the open in Kansas City. I'm excited to see people. I'm I'm not overly excited to play. Yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm literally trying to just find the whatever I can just troll people with the most is what I'm going to bring. So, like, there was the we wrote, I wrote an Eldar list with a bunch of striking scorpions and Karandras. So, if you went first against like Chaos Space Marines and they had their Terminators too close, 
Right. <laughs> you just can pop that strat to re-roll on Karandras and then Doom and Guide the big Scorpion unit and probably just pick up that Terminator blob before they get their buffs up. Oh, that would feel so good. Yeah, because every one of those Terminator blobs is Slanesh, and you got that stupid strat as Eldar to just re-roll hits and wounds. So, like, Karandras can't get re-rolls except for that strat. So he's like solely good. <laughs> he's solely even more OP against Slanesh. But anyway, what are you guys playing at GWKC? Uh, you know what I'm fucking playing. Brains because he's a bad player. Because he's a glutton for punishment. Yeah. He hasn't. It's been too many events since he played Space Wolves. He's got to play him again. <laughs> right. Yeah. They're howling his name again. They're Man, I've actually done him. good though this season. I actually did really good with this. It was, you know, other. I always seem to have a bad outing. Show me showdown, but all my other outings were pretty good. And you went like four and two, didn't you? Show me. Uh, yeah, he played. He played Necrons. Three I had Necrons three. three turns in a row. So no, I think I went three and three. Oh, uh, but I did beat one of the Necrons. I beat the. Uh, oh, I can't remember his name. He's a fucking coach from Vanguard Tactics. Um, at, I can't remember his fucking name. Oh, uh, Nick, uh show me Kiever. Yeah, that was. He's not name. a coach though. He's just a player. Well, he told me he was a coach. So oh, well, maybe he is. Yeah, I don't he know. Had the, he had the official jersey and everything. He said he wasn't expecting to get beat by Space Wolves. No. Well, Daniel has the official jersey. Well, stay still. I'll hump your leg. What? <laughs> so you want to know who else has a jersey? <laughs> who? Calvin. So, Does he? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, Calvin, I got to give Calvin some props. He was on the Spore Mine thing before everybody else. Nah, you man, my boy has been on that shit for you, fucking... Do you, wanna know, do you want to know how he got on the Spore Mines? Who, you? Yeah, I told him Spore Mines. Do you want to know how I got on the Spore Mines? <laughs> was Ryan. Yeah, uh, okay. <laughs> it all trickles so back to him, though. So he was third-hand Spore Mining. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's fucking funny. Uh, yeah, I'll probably do Space Wolves, man. I I don't know. I could do Chaos Space Marines. Um, like if I did Emperor's Children, they got a lot of strats are similar to Space Wolves. I just uh, we'll, we'll see. Do you we'll have Emperor's Children? What's that? Do you have Emperor's Children? I have a actual Chaos Space Marines armies and Noise Marines and all the all the gimmicks. Oh, I got Abaddon if you need him. I got Ding Dong. He's also He's got a giant community of people he can borrow models from. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but Noise Marines are one of those things that not many people have. So yeah. no, I've got, got a uh, I've legit got some Noise Marines. So if I decide to do that or go that route. But I also like man creations, I keep looking at the creations of Biolist and I like I like Possessed. Like they just seem like almost better wolfing and bile, especially moving ten. But what are you smirking at, Dan? No, I was, they, <laughs> they, your whole fucking army is wolfing. Yeah, their whole army is wolfing. <laughs> like, whole fucking army. I think they just probably are better wolfing. That's what Sega was like, just taking like all the possessed, all the warp talons, and just fucking playing like I do my space wolves, but playing with the uh, with the bile. So. And then taking Ding Dong and the Supreme Command attachment because apparently he doesn't mess anything up for anybody. So, dude, I still, uh, in my opinion, and reading the rules, I feel like a lot of people are cheating with him. Really? Yeah, because there's. I was gonna pull it up real quick. 
there's a, a wording in the Chaos Space Marine uh, book about specifically about that guy. Uh, I'll pull it up real quick. So when you take Abaddon in a Chaos Space, if you take him with other um, Chaos Space Marine factions, he does. He's a uh, what do you call it? He's a agent of chaos. He's an agent of chaos, and he doesn't mess up their legion trait and stuff. Except uh, Abaddon doesn't get uh, doesn't get his trait, and then if he then I I don't think he gets to use the strat to to pick a trait. If that makes sense, because there's a strat that everyone uses to to give Abaddon like the red corsairs thing for a turn. Yeah, I don't think he gets to do that, but everyone plays it like that. But if he's in a Supreme Command, he would, though, right? Nope. So right here it says Legion Traits. Um, blah, blah, blah. Uh, right here. And it is, they got to literally note that Abaddon the Spoiler will only gain a Legion Trait if every Legion unit in your army is from the Black Legion. So, like, in, in my Night List, he gets his trait because he's the only... If he's the Of the Legion units, he's the only one. But if okay. you take him with Emperor's Children or something like that, he doesn't get his Legion trait. And then there... Um, the stratagem says it must be core Legion or whatever it is, right? Yeah, something. so then the, 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 no, the stratagem says you select a Legion trait. Well, he doesn't get... It literally says he doesn't get Legion traits. So... Yeah. Could have been adjusting the data on Slate. Well, it could have been addressed in an FAQ. It's been brought up on the uh, the ITCTO group, so people like some people are aware of it, but I don't like it. It's something that like I feel like should be uh, in every tournament's FAQ, or CSM players need to be asking, it and they just don't. So it's a very, it's just a weird one. But regardless, so. You could run uh, run creations of bile and then zinch flamers. Yeah, that's the problem. I don't have any zinch flamers. I uh, I, I got I, twelve. I could paint for you quick. Do you really? I do. Okay, let me uh, let me talk to you after this, and we'll. Yeah, I've got I've got I they're in my garage, I think, right now. So I won't. Okay, I'm sure Actually, I can. Spray them blue and in the pink trash and where they belong. Yeah, no, I I think I would take you up on that one, man. If uh, <laughs> if you're if you're done with that, so yeah, I could probably round up. I know Cornwall has a shitload of them too, so we could easily get you some flamers. Hell yes. Apparently, and that's another thing. And I don't fully. Apparently, people are. Long story short, if you take demons in like Emperor's Children. There's literally a line that says you can only take Slamesh. But then there's some people arguing raw and trying to take Zinch demons in there with their Emperor's children. Because they're agent of chaos, and therefore they don't they don't count. Like just it's some ass backwards logic, but there's literally people trying to take flamers and lists that, you know, and into all into Slamesh armies because they think it's that broken. So good old forty K. <laughs> it's, it's. Uh, I don't know. I'm looking forward to Kansas City because I'm looking forward to seeing all my people, and uh, it just. I think it's gonna be a good weekend, good time. It let the let the home guys represent a little bit. So, yeah. What are you bringing? Uh, isn't Billy going? 
I am. Yeah, I'll be bringing the old Eldar out. Ooh. Oh, cool. you Halo Doom. No, I'm not done with Emperor's Children. It's more of the uh, a lot of my models will not be allowed. Ah, yeah. What are you talking about? They allowed you got like the same Terminator as Ben does, didn't you? Uh, yeah, for possessed, but my uh, noise marines. I mean, noise marines. Dude, oh, okay. they they allowed Ben's. You, you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> you're good. Yeah, dude. Yeah, just take whatever you want. Well. I don't know. Do you guys know? You guys know Ben McCarthy, right? Mm, Ish. Familiar. The name. I don't know if you've seen his army or not. It's like the orange and blue Eldar that's all like fish themed ish. I can't picture it. Yeah, but he has these, you know, Etsy squid heads on all his guardians and Dire Avengers and stuff like that. And they said he has to head swap everything. What? Ooh, because yeah, yeah. because it's it's not his own creation or something like that. And oh well, that's his own fault. It's just like oh yeah. I you, you say that you you created everything. Yeah, but I was. I like, wouldn't even. I mean, if I was bringing like space marines with the shark heads, I wouldn't even ask permission. I would just show up with it. So you know, I don't know if it's happened yet. Has anyone been kicked out of a GW event because of models? I don't think so. Uh, I've seen I've seen some people have to like rebase or figure out their basing. That's it, though. I, I don't I don't know if I I hadn't heard of anybody getting kicked out, but yeah, it's... I guess they won't kick them out. They'll just say you can't use the models. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I, well, that's where I wonder if GW like. I wonder if it comes down to it if they'd actually do it, you know. <laughs> so Dude, like, try I'll call you a bluff, motherfucker. Yeah, I mean, no, they Brant would do it to me, so yeah. I have no issue about it. But, but just your average, average Joe, would they do it to? You know, that's a bad PR. So, who knows? But we'll, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that's pretty funny. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just, you know, I, I do think the fact that it's representing Games Workshop, they try to put forth a. You know, a friendly face or their best face, and you know, that's why you don't see a lot of cards awarded. That's why there aren't chess clocks. You know, that's just you know. I, I think the way Brant likes to run a tournament, he has got some good ideas. But the 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 thing about the good ideas that he has, I feel like they're best when everybody's on the same page and everybody's doing the right thing, and you're not dealing with twats. You know, and because basically the the dickheads or the twats will take something that you know would work when everybody does it in good faith and try to exploit it for their own means and you know that that system tends to fall apart when you get a bad actor you know or, or and that that's what I don't like to see I guess so uh, I, I, from the balance data site and uh, all the changes who do you what army do you think is going to win KC open Harley's or Neds or CSM? Yeah, you think with, without a doubt? Uh, I'd say it's one of those three with a small chance of Tau doing it, but Harley's or Harley's or it'll be Twilight Harley's or Creations or CSM or hmm, probably Neds. I don't know enough about. Uh, 
Le- I know Leviathan, I know Kraken, I don't know the other ones to know if there's some secret sauce in them. But it's it's probably one of those three. <laughs> I speaking of, I was gonna say, do you see? Uh, I think it'll be hilarious. But um, Manny is coming, and he's. Yep. I assume he's open? bringing his. Huh. Yeah, he's coming. For the to the KC Open. Yep. Yep. So I assume he's bringing that hundred and seventy-five rack or whatever it is, rack list. So we get a challenge round one. Can him and Kellen play again? Yeah, <laughs> Kellen's not going. So, oh, damn. but that, but that's like that right there. That type of list is one of those that you're like, I don't know. It's one of those games that like is going to, there's probably going to be one or multiple games in that event that somebody's going to get fucked over. Cause, uh, Manny doesn't have a clock. Eric's not, not having to play on a clock. So, <laughs> Same thing with, uh, I think Naden's going. I don't know. What well, he's Manny, Manny is going to Manny. It doesn't matter what you do. Like if if he doesn't agree with your score, he's just not going to agree with the score. I, know. I mean, that, that, that's what yeah. he did to fucking Kelling. Yeah. So it's like I, I mean, I'm just of the school of, of thought that he's just going to do whatever the fuck he wants to, you know, and, and then try to play it off because I'm this nice internet personality. Yeah. Just I'm not sure. I just I, I'm honestly. With that dude, if I ran a tournament, like not that he would come to Monkey, but I'd almost be like, dude, just stay home. You know, once you just stay home, I don't need the issues out of you this weekend. Yeah, I've I've only played him the one time, and he was nice, but he was also running you know, eighteen hive garden. It wasn't even a game, so I I don't know what he's like. Uh, That's well, my have- understanding. It's like I, I kind of sounds like you know he's he's a little iffy, if not dickish, in a close game. Who's blowing you out of the water? He's gonna be nice to you, kind of thing. Yeah, he's probably nice to you in that. And then if it's if like you said, if it's a tight game, is when you can be an asshole. And mm-hmm. there's there's more than just the game of uh, there's more evidence to that than just the game against Kelly. So, but regardless, he's one of those guys that <laughs> that you know should be playing on a clock, and it's gonna probably fuck somebody over. He's not, you know. Uh, especially if he brings that list with that 175 racks. So agreed. God, that's, that's a lot of bodies to chew through, man. <laughs> it's, it's I don't know how many racks, but then they they get like a four up, feel no pain once they once you kill ten of them or something like that. It's 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 dude. Racks are still eight points a model. Like those racks have not changed, and Manny's been running that rack spam list since uh, LVO, right? He's been running it on and off since LVO, and it yeah. still hasn't. It still has not been. Maybe maybe enough people haven't bought racks, so GW is not going to nerf it until there's a lot more hundred plus rack armies. They and they made a uh, what do you call it? Uh, Army of Renown for them, trying to sell more of them. So. And there wasn't, isn't there like a stupid new Necron thing coming out? It was in the White Dwarf. It was an army of yeah, historical. Is it any good? I don't know. I haven't looked at it. <laughs> I just, my White Dwarfs came in late and uh, I just haven't looked at it. So it's a, uh, I'm trying yeah. to dig into it. Somebody asked me if it was any good. And I was like, I have no idea. So. Anyway, it's cool. It's got some really cool tricks in it. Does it? 
Like you can have the destroyers at uh, D three plus one damage. There's ways to make them hit on like twos, which is pretty cool. Um, they have a way to uh, with one of their units that they can they they ignore wound cap shit or wound, things that ignore wounds. It's pretty cool. Do they so do, that was one uh, question I had for you guys: Is Kelling and, and and Manny had issues, discrepancies at the end of the game, like you know, like he said, like I, you did these actions or you didn't do these actions. Uh, when you guys are done with like like a round or a, or how many times have you all had issues with somebody about scoring? I think before I changed some of my own habits, I had quite a few. And I don't say quite a few, but I had a few games where people argued with me what the score was. You know, it was within three or four points because they got something I didn't get. And, but I've – my solution to that was, like, I don't go into the next turn without, like, me having a conversation. You know, like, you know – so, like, Scott, you and I have played, and I've seen you do it too, where you'll talk out the score out loud to your opponent and like that's my thing too is like i'll talk it out loud to my opponent and like it becomes almost like a verbal contract you know like hey you're you know you're agreeing that this happened this turn this happened this turn and this happened this turn and i show you having like you know five on this six on this and three on this is that correct and since i've started having those conversations i've had like zero issues with score at the end of the day game um yeah i don't mm -hmm. know if that answers your question or not I had one. Yeah, so, I don't want to. Go ahead. Yeah, so, so yeah, I, I've had no, since I started doing that too, I've had zero issues with scoring at the end of the game. And I, I just, like, I don't understand how two top level players can have such a degree, a disagreement for, for the score and still, like, at the end of the game. It's like, dude, all well, that, that shit should have been talked out after turn one, turn two, turn three, turn four. No, that's, well. So World War, I've only had one issue, uh, and it wasn't. It was. It was. It be. It was not an issue during the game. It was an issue at the end of the game when I beat my opponent by one point. So, and that was like two or three <laughs> years ago. So once once he lost by a point, then all of a sudden, well, you forgot to score this. You forgot to score that. It's like, dude, we've been talking about the entire game. I didn't forget. So, but uh, but but in Manny in Manny's case, I mean, so like that game, that game was was a kind of a, a turned hostile game very quickly because of some judge calls. And, and in my opinion, yeah, it was, it, it, regardless, it was a hostile game. And then I think it was a situation that man, when the judges, the judges left the power of the score of the game in the player's hands. And, and basically it was, you know, neither one of them was going to budge. So I think at that point, uh, Manny was, you know, was going to either take a loss, you know, if the judges came in and did what I understand to be the correct thing, he'd have taken a loss or he could just sit there and say, no, I don't agree with you and make them both lose. So, you know, it was that, that whole situation should have been resolved by a judge, not left in the player's hands. So, but ultimately it was, decided by a judge you just said fuck both of you you're both getting zeros no well it wasn't even decided by a judge i just said hey figure it out and put your score in by by this time or you oh, both get yeah, zeros yeah, yeah. so like it was it was that whole situation 
a judge should have stepped in and figured out what's going on and made a decision and just been done with it. But they just let the players, you know, I mean, I, and I, I could see how, uh, especially a, a hostile game that it, my understanding that it was could, could devolve into that. But, you know, it's, it was, it was poorly handled by multiple parties, but, but thankfully like that's not the norm. Correct. Yeah. But, and I, I bet it's, I bet it's hard to remember, you know, remember, but in my, in, and apparently there was a lot of people watching that game. I want to be like, why the fuck didn't somebody pull out their phone? Cause I would have loved to watch that. That would have gave me a good good laugh. <laughs> so, anyway. Do we talk about uh, LMC at all? No. No, I'm going to wait. Okay. So, I'm, I'm just going to wait. <laughs> talk about my, so, I, it's, man, it's been a fucking week, dude. So, I just, I had a, I had a pretty good tone. I had a pretty good phone call with John and Delicate. And we talked a little bit about some of the Kansas City stuff, and uh, you know, I, I think I am the I'm the villain in a lot of those stories. And I'm sure I'm not sure a lot of people realize it's a it's a committee that handled a lot of those decisions. But it, it like it's, motherfucker it, was put to a vote. Yeah, it's it, it's be what it be. Uh, but I'm playing well, everything on Brian. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, it's fine. That's fine. I'll be the <laughs> El Nino. I'll be the El Nino of uh, LMC. So. Uh, but we're now we're still looking at some stuff and uh and we'll 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 probably get to that in the next week or so. I'm just right now I just need a break. It's just it's been a pretty stressful <laughs> week. So it's <laughs> do the uh, it's just it's just been nuts all over, man. And I just I'm not up for that tonight. So So yeah, can I get your personal phone number so I can make my complaint? It's all right, the okay, personal phone 40k number, page. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's you already got it. So, you know what's funny is uh, out of out of all the all those people that are supposedly big mad, um, the only person that actually had the nuts to to get a hold of me was John. So I got to give him some props there, and uh, we had we had a good talk. We had a real good talk. So he's a good dude. I, I think so too. Don't play that shit. What's that? I said in Delicate, don't play that shit. He don't. He's a, I know, but I, I think he's a really good dude. And uh, I don't think we see eye to eye, but uh, we had a good conversation and uh, we both talked about some things and he offered up a compromise I thought wasn't a bad idea. But again, it's got to go by the committee. It's not, uh, it's not me unilaterally making decisions, as Dan can attest to, before he was kicked off the executive committee. So. <laughs> I heard it was Dan making all the decisions. Actually. I made, a, I made a, I made a, you know, a wave on my exit though. Yeah. <laughs> so I went, I went out on my own terms. It cracked yeah. me up so much. <laughs> I was like, I was like, girls, you're both pretty. Stop. So, but it was. So now we'll get to that next week, uh, and we'll we'll talk about it. It's it's all not resolved or final, so. There, there still might be some changes, but in the meantime, I want some fucking sanity. So it's uh, this is where we're in the pause. It's if, not, it's not gonna matter anything in the short term. If you have questions for Bam, he will be in Kansas City next weekend. Just I, find I him. will be in Kansas City, so it's <laughs> it's. I will. Follow, I'll be like I'll put it up for the committee, like everything else. So, uh, yeah, that's. I guess you know, that's one thing I, I do. You know, realize being the face 
of Lenore Marshall last season, kind of a lot of that does get put on my shoulders, and it's fine. I signed up for it. You know, it's it's kind of hard whenever things that like you don't necessarily agree with or you don't necessarily think are fair are voted in to be in the actual rules or the whatever, and then like it's your fault, and you want to be like motherfucker, I agree with you. Like, stop busting my balls, you know. But it's like cool, okay, I'll be the bad guy, I guess. So, well, and I don't know anything that's changed since I'm not in the committee anymore. But there's there are better ways to do it, but not with the systems that are in place, and people just have to realize Cor- that. Correct. Correct. So, or without yeah. spending money to do so. Yeah, which, there's there are hundred percent there's ways to do it better, but we don't currently have access to them or or a way to efficiently do that to make that possible. So if I win the lottery, so get a though, suggestion box. Yeah, just go in in you know like I say, just go make your own circuit. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go have a Warhammer strip club and just house the Lord Marshal out of it. So <laughs> do your, are you hiring? Do, do your own or, data slates. Do your own data yes. slates. Yeah. We're gonna. I'm probably gonna call it there, guys. I did have <laughs> another segment recorded with Adam Solis, uh, so stick around and listen to it. About um, basically, what? Uh, basically, the, he Did developed we? a game. He he put a game together and got published. And so he's talking about it. It sounds pretty cool. It's a it's a historical game. And uh, why he got into it, why why he did what he did, and uh, it's a pretty neat little segment. So it'll air after this, and uh, so that'll be the episode this week. So make sure you stick around after we close out of this and listen to uh, Adam Solis and uh, and about his new game he's got published coming out this winter, I think. So seemed pretty dope. But guys, around the horn. Oh, one one last thing. Did you see those uh, Death Strike missile rumors? Yeah, oh. fuck that shit. Speaking Holy of spores, <sighs> three of them motherfuckers in every list. Yeah, I mean, you just can move away from it, so it's not that big. But can't move away from, from three of them. I can't wait till the person with the three death strikes plays the person with all the spore mines. Ugh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, one thing I was thinking about, uh, I think on some of those things. Because dwarves are some of their stuff so slow, like they have to just sacrifice their turn to run away from it because they won't be able to get away <laughs> because they're too slow to get away from the the mortal wound bombs that are going to destroy the hell out of them. So, Ugh. and then Bolgren looked well. The rumor looked spicy on him. What was the rumor on Bolgren? I, I heard you yeah, mention something a couple those. times. Uh, so this is. They're T6, Ooh. five wounds, cool. minus one damage. But that's all it says. But then, oh, that's, but I mean, that's cool. if, if if any combination of that is true, there's maybe hope for guard to like have a melee unit. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Is that going to be a uh, eighty point model like the uh, Beast uh, and Nurgle? Probably. I don't know much about the guard, but I listened to those leaks, and they sound incredibly um, uh, confusing. Probably is the best way because you know all your. It sounds like a bunch of units can be. Oh, this this infantry squad is Catachan. This infantry squad is Cadian. Mm. This infantry squad. So it sounds. It's gonna. It might. I don't know. The guard book might be a little much, but we'll see. 
Get out your dental rubber bands, your colored dental rubber bands. <laughs> God, I haven't seen those in years. Uh, this squad's about Halland. This squad's Katie. Ugh. <laughs> like all fucking game. <sighs> yeah. My drunk ass is going to be like, which ones are which, dude? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. We'll That's see. This will be this will be where like uh, that that book will probably be like yeah it's time for ninth to be over. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, we still have the uh, space green supplements to be redone. Is yeah, there even time for two point With yeah, I don't think two is going to no. happen. Two is going to be tenth. So yeah, probably. <laughs> so what you got, Sean? Glad you can make it on time. <laughs> Yeah, I was glad I was able to. Yeah. Uh, my God. Out? So, oh, uh, yeah. New Year's knockout, uh, January 14th and 15th. Tickets are available. Uh, and then uh, come sign up to the Columbia RTT this weekend and play me. Yeah. What? Got a little 12-man... RTT, I'm going to try to run here this weekend. Oh, nice. First local event in like two years, so pretty excited about it. Scott, we got to nice. get you on to the, uh, the Lord Marshall Conference RTT judge. We'll get you the application sent over. Yeah, uh, okay. <laughs> Are you guys, who's all doing mid-mo? I cannot do mid-mo. You fuck sticks. Listen, nope. listen, 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 listen. I don't really care. There's a Comic-Con in town that weekend. My profession is a comic and game store. I have to go set up at the Comic-Con and hopefully make money. I'm not, I'm not seeing the math here. Yeah, what's the math? It's not adding up. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, it's the only thing that I want to shout out is JT Teets Titties sold out his event two months prior, which is fucking awesome. Oh, yeah. You know, if you uh, if you get out there and you post and you hustle and you let people know about your event, sometimes they actually sign up and, and meet your goals. Right, right. I, I don't yeah. know who needed to hear that, but I'm sure somebody out there needed to hear that right now. Yeah. So. <laughs> you know, sometimes you're you're too busy playing World of Warcraft and you have to uh, cancel your tournaments. So, uh, yeah. I just. Uh, there's a lot of people out. Have sucked my soul is that, for a while. Is okay? that is that a real thing or not a real thing? Damn. I'll, I'll send you the thing. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, it's a real thing. <laughs> I was gonna say, I, 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 some some discussion was had about, you know, I need I need this for my event to be successful. I need this for my event to be successful, and it's like, you really don't. Like, if you can get out there and just pimp it out. And let people know they're gonna have a damn good time and have cool shit to give them. They'll show up regardless of what points it's for or what, what, whatever it amounts to. So, but that's just me. I do agree. Yeah. All right. So, Scotty, you get yours in. You got a. Yeah. Yep. Got all. Uh, I'll be up there. I will be at the Fleas Exterminatus. And uh, hollering at G- GT. Actually, I think I'm crashing at GT's place, so hopefully I can harass him enough to put him in a bad mood for the weekend. So, Oh, come on. <laughs> now. You can't do that to your host. <laughs> so, and if anybody's interested, uh, the weekend of the 12th, uh, it's not Lord Marshall. It's not anything fancy. I've got a two versus two tournament going on at my shop. 
and all the proceeds from it are going to go to United Ways of the Plains. So it's a charity event. Um, my daughter got this gig for a quick trip going around and pimping out United Ways, and she strong-armed me into running an event for them. So uh, if you want to come down and, and play two versus two, I'll probably have some cool prizes for everybody. And all the money goes to uh, local charities here in Kansas, United Ways of the Plains. So um, might be something fun. It's just basically two guys with a thousand point list um, playing a two thousand point level game against somebody else doing the same. And uh, you know, I don't I don't care if anybody tries to break the game or not. I just I'll be interested to see what everybody comes up with and do, and does the thing. So but that is the last out of me. And then I need to do a giveaway for this month which i think i'm gonna end up doing a tiered giveaway so just uh, i'll announce that on patreon here in the next day or two and i'm just, i'm still trying to get caught up on shit since monkey so it's been a mess and then dan tried to set the world on fire and made it worse so well, you know that's what dan does some that's people just like that's debatable <laughs> <laughs> all right guys good episode this week uh give us some feedback let us know uh hit us up and I remember before gaming was easy, it would be your mom. What is going on, everybody? This is a bonus segment. So one of the cool things, you know, we have guys out in the hobby actually doing doing stuff, doing cool things. And uh, your favorite uh, LVO judge, head judge, right? Uh, technically, no, it's still John. I will take favorites, though. Okay, we know John doesn't play enough games to be a head judge, but whatever. So uh, it's all the, political. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> TFG Radio, one of the LVO judges, uh, all around cool guy, and a buddy of mine for a couple years, uh, Adam Solis. How you doing, Adam? I'm good. How are you? Not too bad, man. So uh, for what's uh, the reason I got Adam on tonight is because Adam has actually went out and made something and. And I, I think it's pretty damn cool, and uh, he's he's made a game, and I wanted to bring him on and talk to you guys about it. So, what uh, what made you get the wall hair up your ass to do this, man? What, what's your what's your motivation? What are you thinking? Um, uh, well, for those that don't know, I am a Mexican American. Uh, my family's from uh, this Mexican state of Michoacan, which is west of Mexico City. So, and I play. For those that don't listen to the show or don't know, I also play a lot of historical games. So whenever new rules come out, I usually end up buying them, just even whether I play them or not, because I just like reading them and, and learning some of the historical stuff, things like that. And uh, a rule set, rule set came out uh, for like Native American uh, warfare, but it but what they do is they only focus on what I call the big three, which are Aztecs, Mayans, and Incas. So uh, and this is just before COVID. So I decided, kind of like that. Well, I can do, I can do better. <laughs> that that yeah. kind of thing. And uh, I started to make the game, uh, which focuses on uh, mainly central Mexico, so Aztecs mainly, and then the other city states around the, in that area in central Mexico. And I just decided to do it, and it got to the point where I, where, or it got to a point where I think I thought I, I thought I could like present it to to publishers and and see what they say or you know and uh, i went to a few a few people 
I was told no a number of times, <laughs> um, but uh, and I was told that it was too niche, which is hilarious from especially from the company that told me that. And um, eventually, I did find someone that was willing to take a risk with me, especially being a first-time uh, game designer. Um, and uh, and it'll be out later later this year, as of this recording. That's pretty awesome. So basically, you said that there's there's I guess so. My understanding is that there's basically been whenever they have something that focuses on, you know, your people or natives. It's 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 been like those big three things, and nobody's expanded on that. What what else kind of sets your game apart from the other systems, or how they've, you know, how they traditionally done historical games for those regions? Um, so normally they well, first off, they they always put them in. They always it's always Aztecs at the very least. So we we can just say Aztecs. It was, it, it's just easier because most people recognize that aspect of it. And that's one of the reasons why I wrote the, did the book and the game was to highlight other cultures within that area. But um, one of the differences is that it plays, in my mind, it plays more like how they actually fought. Because if you play any historical games that include Aztecs, and they usually shoehorn them into the Renaissance era because that's when the Spanish arrived in America. So, so they when you play the game, they they you you put them in blocks, like rank uh, like rank and file, square blocks, old school fantasy type of fighting. Um, but they didn't fight like that. So, uh, so one one aspect of the game is that it plays what I feel is more historically accurate to how they fought. Um, at the same time, I also developed the game so that it's easier to get into, whether you. But both on a historical level, so in regards to if you're not familiar with that that part of the world or that era, it's very easy to get in. I I go through a lot. I give a little history. There's a little history of it, of, of some of the units, the weaponry, things like that. What's make them what makes them unique? But I didn't do a deep dive that would like overwhelm a, a person that's never researched it before. Okay. Um, so you can go in, you you get a little taste of what of the historical aspect of the the region, and then it, uh, it hopefully it whets your appetite to like dive some more into what it was like. You know, whether it's YouTube videos, uh, online research, or going to libraries, or actually going to this to the sites. If anyone's been to Mexico City, Tulum, Cozumel, you see all the pyramids, all all the architecture, all that stuff. So. Uh, so that was one aspect of it. The other aspect is I wanted to make it easy to play, to learn the game and play the game. Um, both you and I judge and play 40K. You know how complex it can get. Uh, yeah. more, import more importantly, you know how many dice you have to roll. So so uh, Games Workshop is a bucket of dice game, essentially. Right. Right. And there's other historical games like that, too. Um, in the game I developed, you only use two dice, a D12 and a D6. That's all you need. Okay. You don't need anything else. Um, there's no tables. Well, no, I should say there's no charts. So there's no cross-reference, you know, weapon skill, bliss skill, you know, toughness, strength, all that stuff. None of that. It is, um, there's modifiers, but that's, that's more or less the extent of, of, uh, how complex it gets. There's special rules, modifiers, and that's about it, um. Plays about ninety minutes once you get the hang of it, from my experience. Maybe a little longer. It, uh, you include setup, maybe two hours, maybe. But you should probably play in a big game if if it takes that long. Um, so, 
So how are you? Uh, how are you putting the, the miniatures on the table for this? Is just is there there stuff out there you've been picking and choosing, or you got stuff in, in mind, or what are you doing to represent the stuff on the table? So we so I'm not producing my own miniatures because um, I'm not financially able to. Or I probably could, but my wife would probably get upset. <laughs> um, but uh, there's there's a num- there's a company called War Games Atlantic that has that recently put out a they have a plastic Aztec and Conquistador box set one for each the aztec is very generic um but it makes about it makes it's very versatile so it makes a bunch of different uh commoner and like elite units in the box so and a lot and a lot of the and part of the game is that a lot of the the different armies use the same units same type of units the only difference are the special rules and a couple armies might have one or two unique units just to them so it's a so you can you can you can use the same models for almost any army with a with a slight variation. Uh, the only one the only army that has a their own like units altogether are the Spanish because they don't because they it's just them and allies. Uh, the Conquistador box allows you to make I believe it's twenty four models, which includes a drummer, standard bearer, and you could kit bash a commander if you wanted to. And then the Aztec one gives you enough uh, parts to make thirty models. And the boxes are only like thirty dollars each. It's like a dollar a model, basically. Right. How much? How much is a is a what you think is a regular play army? So it's it's based off of we we play tested it on a uh, hundred points, and it's a and you just play you just pay X amount of points for the unit. You can you can arm them however you want. However, there's bonuses if you arm them towards their more historical uh, uh, armament. So okay. if so, if you do that, you get you get basically you get like a plus one to hit. So if you don't do that, you don't get any bonuses, um, and it it scales up fairly well because uh, it it it's it's not granular. The points aren't granular. It's just this unit costs this many points, and that's it. So it's it's easy to build up the armies because you're paying the same amount of points every time. There's some limitations in regards to the army size. So you have, you know, X amount of units, X amount of this type of unit for every X amount of points. Those are really the only limits for the army construction. So you can make it as small or as big as, as you want. That's awesome. That sounds cool. So uh, I guess uh, you got getting it published. It's going to be, when's it going to be available for everybody to get a hold of? It comes out in December 1st. Uh, pre-orders are live now. You can go to uh, militaryminiaturepress.com, and that's miniature singular. <laughs> um, and the uh, game is called Obsidian Obsidian Empires. And uh, currently the cover is being illustrated still, so currently it's a picture of a Aztec warrior on there, so it's hard, not hard to miss. Yeah. Um, uh, you can either get it a physical copy or a EPUB or a PDF. Uh, either way so it also sounds like uh, it sounds like it's relatively uh cost efficient to be uh to pick up i mean just talking to you just now it seems like it wouldn't take a whole lot to get into it no it's it's bait with with the amount with depending on how you build your army it can be as few as like maybe 20 models or as many as like 50 or 60 um but if you're getting that many means you have lower quality troops as opposed to the small elite armies um, the other thing about the game in regards to to the uh, flavor, keeping the flavor was that uh, most people associate Aztec warfare with uh, the capturing of uh, of your opponents 
you know, to, to sacrifice to, to make sure the sun rises. Um, and that's actually part, I was able to incorporate that into the game where it's actually, um, so you have the option to either kill, kill the models or capture the models. And if you capture the models, except for Spanish, they don't have that option because they don't do that. Uh, if you capture the models, you get bonus victory points. So it's a it's another way to play the game in in addition to just uh, and that's regardless of the mission uh, uh, scenarios. So it's it's like a, it's almost like a secondary that the the natives have in regards to scoring victory points in addition to the normal way of scoring whatever the scenario is. That sounds cool. Well, good man. Well, I, I really appreciate you giving me the time to come on. Not a problem. And, Thank uh, you. One more time, give everybody how they can find your game. So the game is called Obsidian Empires. You can find it at miniature uh, militaryminiaturepress.com. Just go there and you can just look up Obsidian Empires. They're sometimes running uh, uh, sales, so you may want to just check in and, and see what they have. They also have a they have a bunch of other uh, games and uh, historical reference information uh, there also. So it's pretty cool. And of course, you can always find Adam at a. Uh... You can find him LVO doing the judge thing. <laughs> you can find me at almost any FLG event. Yeah. <laughs> and look him in uh, Salty John on TFG Radio. And, yes. Uh, like I said, uh, Adam's a good dude. I've known him for a few years now. And uh, uh, straightforward. I'm, I'm excited to see this project go well for him. And, dude, I wish you the best with it. Thank you. That was good being on. Thanks for coming on. All right. So, Game over, man. It's game over. <laughs>